Maybe that's the problem. Maybe there's not enough sour faces uh, meeting you when you do that kind of thing. I, yeah, I think people there, think they think that it's it's uh, no one's gonna call us on this. There used to be blowback when you did that kind of right. thing. Everyone called you gay. <laughs> that's, that's exactly <laughs> you know? what I was gonna say. <laughs> you know? All right, you ready to go? Yeah. All right. Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but even if we don't like things, even if we eviscerate it, uh, we encourage you to support the stuff that you do like. Uh, Go buy records, go see bands. Uh, We're not trying to be tastemakers, professional critics. We're not trying to make value judgments, objective value judgments on this stuff. Uh, Sometimes the stuff that we don't like is stuff that everybody else likes. In fact, often it goes that way. That's usually the case. It very very frequently goes that way. Uh, Format of the show is very simple as well. Yes, about about many, many things. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Um, Format of the show is also very simple. We have 10 bands in the queue each week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven of them to listen to per episode. And uh, that's it. I want to shout out uh, Fritz and Matthew up top, two new Patreon subscribers. I want to shout out everybody who ordered Parasitic Twins tapes. I think we're down to like three of those left. So thank you to everybody who uh, who shot an order over in the last week or so. If you want to submit music to us, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. And uh, that's it. That's all my That's all my housekeeping stuff up top. And I don't really have... I don't really have anything to talk about this week. I've been busy. I've been keeping my nose to the grindstone. I've been hitting uh, end of the season garage sales, taking pictures of hundreds of items and doing work stuff. And uh, the only point I had is like not worth discussing because I don't think that every, I don't think at the top of every episode we need to delve into some like new bullshit fabricated uh, culture war headline. You know what I mean? So, and that was the only thing. And I I think I already, we already had a chuckle about it. Well, yeah, well, there was another thing too. Okay. It was the the thing about the 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 movie about like the bad the bad bitch warrior women. What you know the 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 um the woman king, which is a funny name for a movie because there's already a title for that. It's called a queen. <laughs> but that uh, that new Viola Davis movie, yeah. it's about like uh you know like people are mad about that. No 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 people well well yes yeah, some people are mad about it but not the people you'd think. It's because that. His, it's I guess the movie is more than a little bit historically revisionist you because don't say. because well because that nation it was like one of the key uh, collaborators and exporters of uh, like Africans to the slave trade <laughs> and uh, and like Zora Neale Hurston like interviewed like a woman who was or a man back in like the twenties who was one of the last guys to get off the slave ships and uh, 
he characterized those particular female warriors in general as being some of the most ruthless and bloodthirsty of slavers that he had ever met who like slaughtered his whole family in cold blood in front of him and stuff. And in the movie, I guess they kind of painted as like, uh, well, they were just pressured by the mean English into like collaborating in the slave trade, but actually they persisted in the slave trade for like 30 years after the British outlawed it and only stopped when the British were like, you have to stop, like you have to stop supplying the colonies with with slaves. Yeah, they just, they didn't represent that in the movie at all. No, they made it seem like they were unwilling participants, I guess. And (laughs) so some, I guess Lupita Nyong'o was like originally attached to it and then she found out about the history of the nation and was like, ooh, we gotta get off of there. So it's like... uh, it's like another dual, it's another uh, a dual-edged sword, a double-edged sword there where there's like stupid conservatives who are using it as like, ooh, see, gotcha, liberal Hollywood's telling lies. And then uh, on the other side of it, there's like normal blue check mark Twitter journalist type people who are like, no, but it's actually good that we're lying about this because you get to show women being bad bitches. And it's just like, Whatever. who cares? It means nothing. Right. It's less than a blip. Right. You know, like does, we won't yeah. even remember it in two weeks. No. Nope. So, I didn't uh, even know about it. Yeah, now you do, and you'll forget about it tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it won't occupy any space in your brain at all. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it. I have nothing going on in my personal life worth worth noting. Oh, I will say, just as a plug for something that I'm not doing, but that you should you should check out. If uh, GT and Research Reactor Corp, and I think Satanic Togas on select dates, are coming anywhere near you in the next like week and a half, two weeks, go see them, because they're on tour here from uh, Australia. We big up them on the show a lot. We big up that whole Australian scene and this this could be your one and only chance to see those yeah. bands in the states ever so if you can go see them you should yeah I gotta work I can't it, it is what it is I've missed I'm a million shows that I, that, that I wish I could go to but yeah yeah I so when you go into a store mm-hmm. do you go out of your way to not talk to a single person like a single employee if I can if, if it's an option sure yeah, yeah. I fucking hate it. And I hate it when stores, I've done this, I've had to do this a lot this week and that's why it's on my mind. Yeah. And I completely fucking lost my shit at some idiot at Home Depot. Oh, okay. Like an employee? Yeah. Okay. Like in a way that I kind of felt bad about afterwards. Sure. I, and then I saw him this morning, the same person. At Home Depot? I was like, fuck, I could ask a question when I ain't asking that guy. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah. asking that guy. Why'd you, why'd you lose it at? Because I, I, I had been forced to interact with clerks and store employees all week. Yeah. Right? I fucking hate that. Yeah, sure. It Don't sucks. make me come to you. Like, I went in the one store. Yeah. All I had to get was two boards. That's yeah. it. Two fucking boards. Sure. Two boards. Yeah. They're outside in a fucking barn. Right. I walk outside in a barn. I can easily carry two boards. Easily. I don't need to drive my truck around to the back. And Certainly get not. Passed into the yard so I can go put two boards in the back of my truck. Why would you? Why would you do that? Of course. I just fucking walk outside, go get the boards. I don't know how much they're going to cost. I'm looking for the cheapest boards because I'm going to fuck them up. Sure. Right? Nothing has any prices on it. Okay. Nothing. Right. Yeah, that's rough. QR codes. Oh, Jesus Christ. So then I got to go back in and wait in line and then right. talk to somebody to fu- and, and order my boards through a computer. They then give me a receipt so that I can go pay for it at the register Yeah. and then drive my truck around so that I can go pick up the two boards. Sure. Put me in a bad mood. Of course, right? Reasonably, yeah. And that's that's a really fucking shitty way to run your business. It is, yeah, for sure. I go into a few other places. I have to fucking interact with the clerks, not because like I'm seeking them out, because they come up to to me. Sure, leave me alone. 
Right. Yeah, just right? let me do my thing. Just let me wander the fucking hallways until I find what I want to find. Yeah, and if I need something, I'll seek you out. Right. Right. Exactly. So finally, in Home Depot yesterday, have to fucking buy a boot scrubber. Okay. Brushes that you nail down on the fucking board. It's what I needed the boards for. Sure. So that I can drag my filthy ass boots over the brushes. Sure. They're called boot scrubbers. Right. I say to this dude, hey, man, you're going to need boot scrubbers. Yeah. And he looks at me like I'm an alien. Okay. <laughs> like genuinely confused. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I'm like, you know, like boot scrubbers for like dirty boots. And he goes, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what, I don't know what a boot scrubber is. I'm like boot scrubber. A boot scrubber, you know, <laughs> for my dirty boots. Yeah. I need it so that I don't drag mud into the office sure. for my dirty boots. Right. He goes, I, 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 I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what a book is. <laughs> okay. And, and I lose my, I, at that point, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because sure, I'm right. kind of in a yeah. fucking hurry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. I've given you more than enough context. Yeah. And I go, fucking boot, boot, B-O-O-T. My dirty fucking boots on my feet. I don't want to get them dirty when I go in my fucking office. Do you have brushes that can clean them? And that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that dude was bummed. No, sure. also because he's like 18 or 19. Right, right, right. And I'm like looming over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a big man too. Yeah, yeah, sure. And he's like, uh, and I was like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. And I just fucking like walked out. <laughs> hey, man, everybody, everybody hits their breaking. Yeah, so I just, I just, I, yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk to another clerk. Yeah. Every day you inch closer to Kaczynski. I've, I've straight told folks, like, you know, can I help you, sir? Please leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. If you continue to talk to me, I'm just going to leave the store. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're a... Uh... You're you're five years out from a manifesto. Of the best. <laughs> it's just I don't want <laughs> like like I go into a fucking place to get like the like glasses. Sure, right? Guys, follow me. Can I help you, sir? No, you can't. Yeah, just let me look at the frames, please. I just want to look at flames frames. If you bother me, I'm going to leave. Right. <laughs> sure. Car dealership. Oh, dude, a car dealership's a nightmare. You know what are you looking at? I'm looking at trucks. Please leave me alone. I will figure it out. I don't need you. Please leave me alone. I will leave if you continue to talk to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Car dealerships are one of the worst offenders out there, of course, because, dude, I, I know a few people uh, who I went to high school with who became used car de used car dealers, and they are, like, exactly the people you would expect to have become yeah. used car dealers. And it's very weird. There are a few uh, professions that if you're a social media type and these particular professions are, are, are your chosen professions, they become the entirety of your online personality and perhaps your, your real life personality too, which is like a real estate agent. All your social media immediately becomes you selling homes. How right. can I help you buy a home? Do you know anybody that you, needs to you buy are, a home? You are the person on the billboard. You're the fucking guy if you are a used car dealer. And it's very weird. It's like very pyramid schemey in the way, like in multi-level marketing in the way that there's like the strange cult of personality around like the profession itself and like the work. Because these people, like I see them, they constantly boast. They're like... Just loaded up Bill with a brand new fully loaded Dodge Ram was happy as heck to take it off the lot. And I just love what I do out here. I get to send people home with new cars. I'm like, dude, what is this? Yeah. It's just a dumb job. Yeah. You're just selling people idiot machines. Yeah, dude. Like it's, I'm glad you like your job. I hope you do. I'm glad it pays the bills. I'm sure it pays the bills better than, I, than I mine does. <laughs> but like, why is this your personality? It's not a cool job yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. 
In fact, in the past, it was looked down on as like a skeezy job for shysters. And rightfully so. Yeah, right, rightfully and so, it indeed. It still should be. Yes. Yeah, for, well, and the dudes that I know who do it are skeezy shysters, yeah. 100%. It's a shameful profession. <laughs> yes, for sure. And anything where you've got to like fucking, I, I could never do it, where you've got to like hard sell something. Yeah, like foist yourself on no people. No way, man. I hated that shit when I was yep. a kid. I, that's why I'm a sucker for kids selling stuff like outside of stores. For sure. Like, I feel bad for the Boy Scouts because, yo, Trails and Popcorn sucks. Yeah, it does. And it's expensive. For sure. And I remember, I know because I used to sell it when I was a kid as a Boy right. Scout. I don't want to buy this popcorn. Yeah. Like, I, and there was a Boys in, there was a fucking Boy Scout selling Trails and Popcorn at Lowe's not too long ago. Yeah. I go in and I'm like, fuck, don't make eye contact. I come right. in. I completely walked out the other exit. Yeah, just to avoid And then my car was to the right, sure. which would have made me cross in front of them. Right. I turned left <laughs> and walked down the aisle. Hell and then, like, dude. cut across the parking lot to get to my car. That. I sometimes don't. I sometimes won't stop at the garage sales where the girls are selling lemonade if I know for a fact I don't want lemonade. Because yeah. if they ask me to buy it, I will say yes. Yeah, but that's a different thing because you know they're just trying to make a buck. But sure. like the ones that are like the like Girl Scouts selling, I will say I like <laughs> I like characterizing five year olds selling you lemonade as just trying to make a buck. Well, that's what they're, <laughs> they're doing. They're happy literally with a dollar. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. But like you know, if I see like little girls, Girl Scouts. You know, not e they didn't have to be like little Girl Scouts. If I yeah. see them selling cookies, I like the cookies. The co they're at, Girl Scouts do have some good ass cookies. Better than Trails and Popcorn. Certainly, yes. Um, and uh, I'm always a sucker for that. Sure. Yeah, I'll take what I'll take one of each. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for that because I feel bad for them. I, I I still get the fucking Sunday paper. Yeah. Because two years ago, <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. At like 8 p.m. Yeah. A high school student knocked on the fucking door. I was like, hey, what's up? And uh, she's like, hey, um, are you interested in the, the paper and that sort of thing? And I, I was like, it's kind of late. And she's like, yeah, I know. I was like, what, do you got to sell so many of these things for you can call it quits? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, I guess I'll take one. <laughs> the old self. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> she was not enjoying it. Right, sure. You know, so, but like adults, yeah, don't fucking come near me. And right. try to sell me some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the the duality of man. Make a Home Depot employee feel like he may be about to be murdered, but also buy the Sunday paper from a high school girl. <laughs> right. And they're about the same age. Sure, yeah, probably. Right. Yes, right. But, like, as an adult, don't fucking come near me right. if I'm looking at something. Yeah. Right? I don't give a shit that you work at a Chevy. I don't give a shit about Chevy's features. If it were up to me, I would erase any identifier that it was a Chevy truck on, my, on a vehicle. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I, I will I will say I will give salespeople like one benefit of the doubt, sort of like, no, I'm good, man, thank you, because I understand it's their job, and if they back off, no no worries. Yeah. No harm, no foul. But a persistent salesman will catch my ire very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. No, um, I'm good, man, thanks. Leave me alone. Yeah. Come back. I'm going to leave if you keep bothering me. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yep. Um, all right, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you got some of that out of your system. I think my neighbor's dead. Yeah, yeah, and yeah I was going to mention. We don't know, we but don't we'll know just say sure. um, a sadness has befallen. I was going to say, if if he is dead, probably for the best, because he, he clearly didn't have the emotional fortitude to, like, take himself out in a direct well, and he, immediate he way. Was, he was beseeching. Exactly. The he was Lord beseeching the Lord to take ago him. to take it. Exactly. And so what I'm saying is it, it may be a best case scenario if he, if he passed, because he has no quality of life, clearly. I mean, 
I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, if, if he's sitting in his house beseeching God to strike him down where he stands, one has to assume he's in a degree of mental anguish that, you Maybe. know. I had an aunt that had a pretty high quality of life, but all of her brothers and sisters were dead. And after my grandmother died, yeah, she's kind of like, well, I'm just ready for the Lord to take me any day. Sure. But, yeah, I'm, people. But I, yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? This guy, this guy, this guy had it rough. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. They took him out in an ambulance. Yeah. He hasn't been seen since. Right. So it, it will be, if he, I will say it'll be better for him if he's not around, but he'll be missed. Well, I, I love I hearing about the The, the thing is, it's the devil you know, right? Yeah, for sure, because who knows what they're sort of... I don't mind him screaming at traffic and right. out there <laughs> hollering with his dick hanging out at like three in the morning. Sure. I don't mind it. Right, yeah. But who knows who else is going to get in there? Because if the property managers or whoever the fuck are down with the people that we know to be over there being over there, who else are they going to invite in readily? One of them uh -huh. recently found out. Yeah. Little kids. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He told me about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool and likes awesome. Him. Yeah, and there's a, <clears throat> there's a park right across the street. He likes them. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. <laughs> they got a Sesame Street decal on their window right now. That's made up, right? I'm not making that up. There's a Sesame Street decal. When you walk out of here tonight, uh -huh. just throw a little glance back at their window. There's a Sesame Street decal on the fucking window. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's not good. Got Hawkeyes on them now. That's a house of horrors back yes. there. <laughs> Hawkeyes. Yeah, I, I bet I would too, for sure. And it doesn't help that the thief is living with him. They got a regular, like, villainous D&D &D party started up over like, there. I, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. Like, I do kind of, like, like, you know, that my, my neighbor is as, as, as god-awful as he was. I mean, yeah. at least he was generally harmless and sure. could be entertaining. Absolutely. I don't want anything that bad happened to him. Right, yeah. I think, but a lot of things that are bad have already happened to him. That's, that's <laughs> Clearly. <why> he's where he's at. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's get going. Okay, cool. So uh, let's uh, let's take a look at the queue tonight. I think we got a we got a nice varied queue this evening. So first up we have Padka Rosda with Sotek Vegek. Vegek? I'm not sure. Um, you know, one once again, every I'm, week I made a fool every of every week. <laughs> yeah, sure. So this was sent in by uh, the ever reliable Ryan Donahoe. Usually, I try to not dox people their last names and shit, but we we named Ryan Donahoe by first and last name on here for so many months, maybe two years. Everybody knows already. He hasn't submitted anything in a grip, and he just submitted like a whole fucking just a gang of stuff. So I'm sure all this stuff is great because he always submits good shit. Then we have got uh, Rashomon, the new Rashomon uh, mini LP Ninjen. Uh, this came, this just came out, I think, like in July on uh, Iron Lung. Uh, it's a band based out of DC, and I believe the vocalist is originally from Japan. I think everything they've done, other than maybe their demo, has been on Iron Lung. Uh, then we have got Soul Sacrifice with Obliterate. Oh, then that was sent in by Dustin. Uh, then we have got Soul Sacrifice with Obliterate. This was sent in by Jared, who says it's uh, just some young kids having fun. I'm sure that's a, that. That sounds like a glowing recommendation. Yeah, this the record looks like a like a new metal record mm. or something like the font and everything. That logo is yeah. uh, something. That logo is uh, it's twizzy. It's bouncy. Makes me want to jump the fuck up. Um, then we have got, uh, Pliskin with, and their paradise is full of snakes. So I got to imagine that, that, is that a reference to snake Pliskin? Like I would imagine, right? Uh, this was sent in by George and I don't think he, he may have said something about it, but if so, I don't remember what it was. Uh, then we've got Rascal, R-A-S-K-O-L, with uh, Heights of Despair. This is a band out of Philly. It was uh, sent in by Chris who plays in the band. He said it is their, uh, first demo. 
Then we have got Auto with their Hardcore 2022 demo. This was sent in by Brody, and they are a hardcore band based out of Singapore. Then we've got Gatemaster with In Pursuit of Forbidden Knowledge. This is a band out of England. It was sent in by our uh, local buddy Colin, who I play in a band with. Uh, said it's some uh, black metal slash dungeon synth stuff. Then we have got Sick Thoughts, the new Sick Thoughts. I haven't listened to this yet, but if you know anything, if you know anything at all about this world, about the world in which we live, you should know that Sick Thoughts fucking rocks. Yeah, I've heard a couple songs off of this. Yeah, it's the new uh, the new record, Heaven Is No Fun. It just came out in full on September 9th. They just played Goner Fest and uh, I think are on tour right now. That's another band who, if you can catch them playing in the, in the uh, coming weeks, you should. Uh, but I have not listened to this yet. Then we have got uh, uh, Ten to the Chest with Chloroform Nap. This was sent in by Zach, who said it is, I think it's, uh, I'm not sure if they're um, on Maggot Stomp. They may be. I think I think they are. He said it's definitely in the vein of like the slammier, groovier Maggot Stomp stuff, like 200 stamp, Stab Wounds, so that he knows it's pretty, this kind of shit is pretty hit or miss for us, but that he, he says uh, he liked it a lot. Then we have got Rachel Angel with Midnight Heart Attack. Uh, this is a solo performer from Miami, Florida. It was sent in by Derek, who said uh, it is alt-country indie rock, but not in a dumb way. Uh, so there you go. Let's roll the dice, see what's up first. All right. One. All right. One is uh, is this the one that's really tough for me to pr- pronounce. Uh, you can find this at worldgonemadrecords.bandcamp.com. The band is Padka Rosda with Sotek Vejek. Um, they are, let's see, where the hell are they from? They are, uh, they're Eastern European. Okay, sure, yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see. I don't know. It doesn't actually say where in Eastern Europe they are from. Maybe uh, maybe in the tags. I'll read more when uh, when uh, yeah. we're listening to the oh, music. Oh, Hungary, maybe. Hungary, okay, okay, word. Um, so let's see here. We have got, uh, the first song queued up to play. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I always say, oh, I'm not going to try. And then I do try. I'm really not going to try. We're going to listen to the first track off of this LP by this band, Padka Rosta. <laughs> Thank you. 
right, we just heard the first song off of the newest record by the band Padka Rosta, who's indeed from Hungary. Uh, yeah, this was really good stuff. The write-up seems to indicate that they used to be more of a hardcore band with some death rock leanings and have pivoted to more overt death rock stuff. But as you pointed out, there were definitely still, there's definitely still like early, like first wave, particularly hardcore DNA in here. You pointed out one of the guitar riffs basically sounded like an East Bay Ray riff, but via via death rock. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, and this the, was really good stuff. I and the pace it. was, a, was a little more hardcore for sure in tempo. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, this was uh this was good stuff. I had no idea what to uh, expect going into this. I expected probably a more, uh, I didn't necessarily expect like a goth or death rock tinged thing going into this. Um, I just see like Eastern European languages, uh, and I, uh, see like what appears to be a mostly hardcore label. And I assume I'm going to get some form of like ripping D beat informed hardcore, but this was, uh, this was a nice, pleasant surprise. I thought this was real solid. How'd, yeah. How'd I like thought it? this was pretty good too. It kept up the pace. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, the rest of this record might suck, but might. this track, for instance, uh, the, coming in on this track, at least, um, gets me interested to hear the rest of this record. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I think that, uh, yeah. Yeah, this was a good driving song that still clung to some some of its hardcore roots. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think there's a whole lot to say about this. Was good, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You won't understand a word they're saying. Which is fine. No worries. I don't care. I don't mind at all. I don't care. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's what I don't like. Yeah, you know, hardcore. Stuff. You know, I'm a, I'm a big lyrics guy. That's what know? I was waiting for. I was like, I don't understand anything that guy says. Yeah, all that screamo stuff sounds the same to me, man. I'm just, you know, lyrics are real important to me. Yeah. You know, speaking of people like that, actually, real quick before we move on to the next band, I uh, I ran into another reseller the other day um, who really wanted me to ask her on the on the trying actively to avoid people tip. Right. She really wanted me to ask her about it. And I didn't. So she just foisted herself upon. Sure. Me. She was probably in her mid 50s. I want to say scrawny kind of white woman, real ate up. You know what kind I mean? Kind of white woman? No, she's a kind of scrawny white woman who is real ate you. up. Uh, she's definitely a fully white woman, which I'll get to here shortly so she's like she's standing in front of me at the thrift store and she's talking to like the the clerk who clearly doesn't give a fuck about what she's saying she's like yeah i'm going down to india i'm hitting the bins you know i'm gonna hit the bins which is the colloquial term for the goodwill outlet stores where you just dig through the big bins and mm -hmm. get everything at wholesale prices and uh she was like, yeah, I'm going to the bins, blah, blah, blah. I love the bins. And this woman doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. And I'm not going to bite because I don't care. But she sees I have like some Tommy Hill figure shit. And she desperately wants me to be like, oh, wow, do you do you resell clothes? I don't give a fuck. Get out of my way. Let me check out. I'm trying right. to leave. Right. Um, so she's like, she's like, oh, you got Tommy Hilfiger. And I was like, yes, I do. She was like, yeah, the old stuff's cool. The new stuff, not so much. It doesn't really sell very well. And I'm like, yep. And she was like, are you a reseller? I was like. Yes, I am. <laughs> she was like, oh, cool, cool. You know, she was like, yeah, you know, I've been doing it for like a year and it's cool. My husband thinks it's weird just going on and on. And then she's like, you know, the stuff I like is like Pantera, you know, like I like I'm like a 90s metal chick and stuff. She's like, I got a bunch of old T-shirts. I'll never sell them. You know, I, I love Pantera. Like a lot of people say, you know, that reunion tour is going to suck, but I think Zach Wilde fucking kicks ass and I'm going to go and like, you know, they can try and cancel Phil, cancel culture Phil on the internet, but like he's a fucking badass dude, man. I was like, right on. She was like, you go to the bins? I was like, no, nah, I don't really like it. I'm not, I'm not a competitive type in that way. I like to, I like to take my time and, and move at a bit of a slower pace, you know? Yeah. 
to go to garage sales and stuff. Yeah, you know, like like hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, no, it's a fucking nightmare. I hate it. I mean, people literally run at the things. It's it's chaos. It's it's dystopian. It's fucked. I don't like it. it makes me feel like I'm in a third world country. Well, um, almost. Are. Which I uh, depending, on, depending on depending on where, where you're depending at. Depending on where you are. Yes. Well, yeah. There's like 10 million Americans that live in third world conditions. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, this happened. So what's about to happen to me happens uh, in this story. It happens to me quite frequently, depending upon the type of white person who is talking to me, which is that they start to feel very comfortable saying whatever they want around me, maybe because of how I appear to another white person, maybe racist. It usually, I usually find that if uh, somebody spontaneously mentions Pantera, yeah, 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 they're gearing up for something. Something else is coming. Right, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I don't really like the bins, you know, and I'm like walking towards the door at this point and she is following me out actively. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really like it. You know, I'm not, I'm not competitive. She's like, well, I like them. I like them a lot. I don't go to the one in Washington, but uh, yeah, I have them. I kind of, I like everybody there. I was like, that's cool. And she's like, and she was, well, she was like, she's like, I like everyone there. I was like, that's cool. She goes, except the fucking Nigerians. <laughs> <laughs> she like, got real specific. Yeah, yeah the, the Nigerian specific. She's like, set the fucking Nigerians. And I was like, oh, you don't like the Nigerians? I'm like trying so hard not right. to lose it at this right. point. I'm like, you don't like the Nigerians? She's like, no, they fucking elbow you, fucking get in your way. They're and she, she was like, they don't fucking, they always want to act like they don't speak English either until you fucking say, fuck you, bitch. And then they speak English. Fucking Nigerians. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Jesus Christ. All right. That's the most pointed racism I've heard in a long time. Is it okay to not like Nigerians? <laughs> like, because you're not, because she's not saying black people. Right. She's, she's saying, saying someone from a specific country, right? right? right. That's like if I said, like, uh, not like, oh, I hate Japanese people or I hate uh, people from, like, the Okinawa prefecture. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, like, man, I, I just... I really can't. I really can't stand folks from Montenegro. Right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the protocol on that is because right? it was pointed specifically at Nigerians. Right. Uh, you know, but presumably she really likes people from <laughs> Congolese people. <laughs> you right. know, who, knows? who knows? Just the Nigerians she doesn't like. It's that specific. Yes. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, let's uh, let's roll the dice. That had little to do little to do with what we just encountered, but uh, yeah, that didn't have anything. Uh, Ten. Well, there was a tangential connection there. Um, okay, so we're going to probably do a pretty hard pivot here. This is Rachel Angel. You can find this at rachelangel.bandcamp.com. The record is Midnight Heart Attack. Um, and uh, they have got the third song queued up to play. So we're going to listen to Closer to Myself by Rachel Angel off of Midnight Heart Attack.
All right. So we just heard the song Closer to Myself by Rachel Angel off of Midnight Heart Attack. We're, we're going to take two similar stances, but I'm I am almost certainly going to provide the more tempered uh, response to this. And I think you're probably going to have a little bit more of a uh, you're putting your foot down moment on this. So what wh- would you like to would you like me to lead or you? to lead? No, it's fine. I, I absolutely hate country music. Yeah, I know, see. OK, yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. I hate country music. Yes, I know this about I you. I don't. I there. I can't think of any incarnation of country music that I think is tolerable. Yeah. With rare exception. Sure. Right. Yeah. Hate country music. I know this about hate you. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate <laughs> it. Fucking hate it. Yeah. When this kicked in. Yeah. I felt like Shatner grabbing my ears and <laughs> screaming. And indeed, you put that up and on I the put, screen. I put a gif of Shatner, uh, of Captain Kirk screaming and holding his ears, yes. right? Yeah. Um, I, I hate, 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 hate country music. Now, that said, yeah, I thought this was fine. Sure. She sounded great. Right. Songs sound good. She's got a great voice. Yeah. I fucking hate this shit. Sure. If if I walk into any, if I walk into a, a, a home as a guest mm-hmm. and this comes on, yeah. give it out. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, sure. Right. I'd love to see that happen. Somebody's just playing Rachel Angel in the background yeah. and you just turn like a fucking cartoon Con- on general, your heel. Generally, you know, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. If it's low, real mm-hmm. low. Sure. Fine. But if you want me to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm coming over. Right. Right. Putting this on. This is the fucking music. I'm leaving. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sit down for dinner. I'm leaving. <laughs> You're leaving dinner. Leaving dinner. <laughs> right, sure. This a is, reasonable this response. Is, this, is, this, is, this is a fucking, this is the same thing as finding fucking hair in my pizza. <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. I, I just, I fucking hate country music. When I look at the descriptors here at the bottom, mm. um, country rock, all right. all country, I, I don't give a shit if it's fucking blackened country rock. <laughs> sure, yeah. It's got the C word. Right. Right? No. Americana, no. Yeah. No. Hard fucking pass on anything fucking picking and grinning Americana bullshit. <laughs> right? The best uh, the best American music yeah. is American hardcore. <laughs> that is true. Undeniably true. Yes, right? agreed. That's as, as Americana folk music as I want to hear. Sure. Don't want to see the C word. Don't want to see the A word. Don't want to see the, the F word. Folk. Okay, sure. Hate it. Uh-huh. Hate all those variations of it. Okay, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'd fucking do. I don't know what I'd fucking do if I lived in it. Like I always talk about, like man, I wish I could fucking like, you know. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm out of time, right? I feel right, like it, sure. you know. But like, I don't know what I'd fucking do if like all I had to listen to with, with was like toothless fucking <laughs> hillbilly feet slapping <laughs> on fucking boards while they're picking and grinning and listening and, and, and playing shit like this. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate the singer-songwriter shit. You know, you know I don't like that shit at all. Sure. Um, and I, I like I hate, like, well, you've got a singer-songwriter show coming up that I will not attend. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, my buddy Skyler I, playing. I will not be there. Of course. Why would you be? Um, <laughs> I hate those shows. Sure. I hate those. I hate that fucking music. Yeah. I hate all the people that gather around and try to get rowdy while some idiot plays a fucking acoustic guitar. Yeah, that's There's a nightmare. There's nothing more cringy sure. than that. Yeah, that's a nightmare. Let's not put our fucking caps on, boys, and act like this is, like, real badass music. Sure. You've got some fucking idiot singing about some stupid shit. Shit like his his dad's the, the, the smell of his dad's cigars or some <laughs> shit, right? And how much it, he misses his old man, yeah. and you want to fucking fucking finger finger point and get mic control so you can <laughs> sing along the chorus, 
<laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, no doubt. That's one of the worst. That's one of the worst phenomena. I, I, I hate. I hate the fucking knuckle tattooed acoustic guitar crowd. Sure. Piss off. Right. I hate country music. Yes. I hate folk music. I hate Americana. Right. Right. Yes. I I want to hear. I I want to hear electrified, distorted, blasphemous incantations. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Sure. None of this shit. Right. So that that's the position but I. Th- this was good. Right. It was. I don't like it. Right. Sure. We yes. hear plenty of stuff that I don't like that I think is also not good. Right. This was good, but you don't like it. Right. So so I'm as expected. I'm taking the more tempered approach to this. I knew ex- I knew that would be exactly your response to this because this is this is overtly country. And so my thing with this is that I I'm in the minority here of people in my age bracket and of my general disposition and musical proclivities because all of this new alt country and like throwback country stuff. It just like, even when it's very good, like this was, it just washes over, over me. And I don't connect with it. Cause I like plenty of classic country. I was listening to uh, Johnny cash at Folsom prison earlier today. I was listening to new writers of the purple sage, like yesterday or two days ago. Uh, I picked up a Loretta Lynn record maybe last you don't week. You have to try to show your bona fides. I'm just saying, I like I like country a lot, right? Uh, I like cl- <laughs> yeah. I like classic country a whole lot. Um, I like f- some folk and Americana stuff a whole lot. Um, but uh, I I'm like I should be the person that this stuff appeals to, and it seems like many of my peers are into this new wave of shit. And certainly, I will take this kind of return to roots country over like the horrible abomination that is pop country any day. If this became the prevailing form of country that was out there, all the better. I don't think it's going that way, but I'm, I'm happy for these people to return to the roots of a genre that I do really like. But uh, I just don't connect with this stuff, which maybe just says to me that um, there was just a window of time. Like maybe this, maybe country to me is like, uh, emo or or various other genres of music that i don't really explore Hate that shit too i we, we all know you do um but maybe maybe country is like emo and stuff like that for me where there was a window of time when i could connect to it and when my brain was was ready to absorb this and uh now i have no real uh i have no real ire for it uh in most of its incarnations but i just uh i can't care about it anymore i thought this was really good i thought it was great in fact uh but it just washed over me it just didn't didn't affect me i, I have no good associations with country music well, sure i have i have some very positive None. early early life associations with country None. my gramps my None. gramps got me into country it's and- terrible there you go <laughs> a well established position it's, of yours. it's a fucking it's a it's a fucking blight yeah Right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I was talking to a coworker about bluegrass. Uh-huh. Because he's talking to me about bluegrass, and then he realizes that, like... He's barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Like, my... I'm, I'm just kind of, like, spacing. Right, yeah. Right? And he's, you know, he's talking about dudes, like, mentioning names like I should give a shit. Sure. Right? I don't even give a shit about the people that play the music I like. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Let, let alone bluegrass dudes. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, sure. like, it's not like, you know, I, like, I don't even give a shit about them. Yeah. So, like, I, you think I give a shit about some guy because he could play the mandolin? Right, yeah. Or Certainly would he even not. know his name? Right. That's what I wanted to tell him. Sure. But you can't, right? yeah. <laughs> decorum does but not decorum, allow you. So yeah. I was just kind of like, yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes, well, you don't like bluegrass. Like, no, I don't. Yeah. I was like, I, I don't, it doesn't make me feel a goddamn thing. Sure. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, um, 
the fucking hee haw shit. <laughs> right? That's what you told them, huh? <laughs> That's what I wanted to tell them. <laughs> I don't like this fucking hee haw shit. Yeah, I un- I understand an aversion to country music for sure. It's, well, well, see, but then the thing was, he's like, well, "What are you listening?" I was like, "Oh my god, uh, yeah, that's a." Bad and I can't escape this conversation because he is seated. This was like two weeks ago. Uh, he is seated across the table from me at like, and we I was taking some classes for like something at work mm-hmm. seated across the table from me at the restaurant afterwards there's like 13 of us mm-hmm. i can't escape this conversation just tell them you don't really like music <laughs> well that's what I, that's what i was going to yeah, do sure I, he knows better right, right right sure right and so finally like i just i was i, I don't know man. i'd like heavy metal you know yeah whatever i listen i, I it's like i said to him i listen almost exclusively to death metal yeah and uh that's a good way to shut out a conversation that's what i thought yeah Nope. No. No. He's like, well, I like he, some metal. He started poking around. I, I like some metal. I'm like, nah. He's like, yeah. you know, I got a friend that lives in Vermont, really likes death metal. And like, you know, like all the, with all the shirts, like the shock value shirts. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, you know and, and, and you know, some of this stuff's okay. And then he started talking about some blue bluegrass dude that like, I guess wrote some songs inspired by Cannibal Corpse. Who gives a shit? And that's what I wanted to say. I was like, man, I don't, I mean, that's an abomination. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm really not into that hokey mm-hmm. stuff, dude. And I was like, I'm really not into like the hokey, like acoustic corpse bullshit. No, 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 no. Right, where where it's like ironic and funny that you're singing about like you yeah. know ripping a woman's pulsating womb out of her pussy. Yeah, that shit sucks, dude. You know why you're why you're. I'm not into the playing fucking, a twelve string acoustic. I, I'm, I'm not into the kitschy genre mashup bullshit. No, no way, Jose. I was, I was just trying desperately to get out of that conversation. Yeah, that sucks. Didn't he didn't leave you out there? Because usually, just being like, I only listen to death metal is a good way for people to be like. That's okay, what cool. I. That's exactly right what I thought. Yeah. Right, because okay, it's it's off putting. Yeah. Right. Right. And even the name of it is off putting. Sure. That maybe you don't want to go any further. And you can't go more obscure than that because then they don't know what you're saying. You can't be like, I listen to grindcore because they're like, what's that? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So but, I just said death metal. Right. Sure. And, um, but no, we kept going. It sucks that everything, everything has just enough mainstream exposure for like, uh, for, for civvies civilians to just know enough about yeah. it to be like, I can engage with you about this. Not knowing I don't, I don't want to engage with you about right. it, right? So that's why my go-to to strangers is definitely, I don't really like music. Yeah. I don't listen to it. That, but he's not totally yeah, Right, exactly. He's not a stranger, so you yeah. can't get away So from whatever, it. man. So there you go. I'm sure plenty of people in our listenership like this a lot. It was very well done. I have no beef with it at all. If it's on, I'm not leaving the dinner party. But uh, yeah, just, just don't connect with it emotionally. And uh, it's a failing on my end, I am sure, not on uh, not on Rachel Angel's part. It's a perfect example of good music that I fucking hate. Yeah, there you go. So uh, let's roll the dice. Four. Four is uh, Rascal with Heights of Despair. You can find this at Rascal, R-A-S-K-O-L-P-H-L.bandcamp.com. They are a new band from Philly. This demo just dropped in July. Chris, who plays in the band, sent it over to us. Um, I think he just uh, he described it as hardcore, and that's that's really it. Do you think the last Rachel Angel, mm-hmm. what we heard, yeah, doesn't even fall under the general umbrella of what we say the show is about? Yeah, not really. Other than like, the fact what a that hard it, fucking turn that was. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it's it is. Um, 
Yeah, for sure. Maybe she wears a D Junior shirt right. while she's playing it. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I guess it's in broadly speaking because country music, actual country music, no longer exists in in mainstream country spaces. It is technically alternative music. You know what I mean? I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, so uh, let's just uh, let's just jump into this. I I don't think that uh, okay. So they have a they have the last song queued up to play. Their magnum opus at three minutes long. So we're getting, it's a double-edged sword here because you're getting a fair amount of music here on a three-song demo, but it's because the songs are, are pretty beefy. Um, let's, uh, let's just jump into it and see, see what uh, Rascal's all about. Let's see what these little rascals are all yeah. about. So we're going to listen to Thousand Hours by Rascal off of Heights of Despair. Okay, what a breath of fresh air. Yeah, for sure. Right after uh, Angel, Rachel Angel, uh, they, she kind of took the energy out of the room, right? 
uh, Rascal reinserted it, reinvigorated us. Yeah. That was really, really good. Much better than I expected, just based on the fact that this is uh, a new band uh, who just put out a three-song demo in July and doesn't appear to have any buzz around them that I am aware and of. And self-submitted to us. And self-submitted to us. That was uh, shockingly good. That yeah. was really, really ripping. And a lot different than what I expected it to be. Just seeing like a three-minute run song uh, or a, a, a three-minute run time. And like the art is like fairly nondescript. There's no way to like easily identify this, what you're about to this hear. This could e just as easily been some post-punk stuff. Yep. Very, yeah, or it easily could have been, especially because on the side I see it says anti-nihilist hardcore. This easily could have been some like amazing core anthemic shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was none of those things. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really, really good though. Also very well recorded. Like yeah. this sounds it's great really too. Great, yeah. the, the, the tones were good. The playing was great. The quality of the recording was good. The three minute runtime felt justified. Like the dirgy par part that you went out on was a good way to go out on a, uh, of a demo uh i i anticipate looking or listening to the first two songs on this that was really good i don't imagine if you write a song that good uh and you and you successfully utilize three full minutes uh i don't imagine that you stumbled into that so no, that's, yeah. that did not feel like an overly long song there yeah. were some really good interesting turns in there mm -hmm. um yeah i like this a lot this sounded like um i mean to, to talk about like two modern bands, mm -hmm. uh, current bands. Sure. This sounded like a Venn diagram, like the intersection between like uh, Warthog, uh, Warthog and Jail. Absolutely. 100%. It is right in the middle of those two things. That's Those are the exact two bands I was thinking of. Yep. 100%. This was really, really good. Thank you for sending this over, uh, Chris. Um, I shot you an email if you if you haven't. If you haven't, uh, if you're listening to the episode and you haven't checked your email, if you're yet, listening now, check your email. Check your email. <laughs> if you're listening now, pause it. Check your email. <laughs> Holler back at me. Yeah. This was this was good. Uh, very very good. I Head was out very the Midwest. Very pleasantly surprised. Would be happy to book you in Fort Wayne uh, at any time. And you know, Philly's Philly's farish, but it's not too far that you can't make a, a little four or five day trip out of it and get out this way. And we'll, right. uh, we'll put on a good show for you. So, um, all right. What's uh, what's next? Four. All right, four is uh, Auto. This is the band that Brody sent in. You can find this at autohardcore.bandcamp.com. They are based out of Singapore. This uh, this looks also to be pretty, well, it came out in February, but again, it doesn't look like, I don't know if there's a physical copy of this or anything like that. I don't see a link to any tapes, and there's not a ton of people that have purchased the digital uh, digital version of this. So um, this is very much, again, like the Rascal stuff that we just heard, the most in the spirit of the show that something can be, and the fact that it doesn't appear like a lot of people have uh, listened to this, and it is an actual demo. So uh, let's, uh, let's listen to the first song on here. Uh, that's what they got queued up. So we're going to listen to Dog Eat Dog Society by Auto off of their Hardcore 2022 demo.
right, we just heard the songs Dog Eat Dog Society and Kuroshi. Since uh, they're so short, we just decided to listen to two by the band Auto out of Singapore off of their demo. That's another fucking, that's two two banger demos in a row. That was really fucking good. Yeah, that was fucking good for sure. I really like that. It says, recorded in four hours without rehearsal at Project 416. I was going to bring that up. Well, nice little humble brag. It's, yeah, it is kind of, a, it's, it, it's, it reminded me immediately of like, yo, my freehand is really good for like a dude talking yeah, yeah. about tattoos. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's I just, don't want your fucking freehand They're just shit. like, yeah, psh, we didn't even practice. Well, we people, just went in. People go crazy for my, that freehand stuff. No big deal. Four hours wasn't shit to us. Yeah. We could have done it in two, but we were fucking chilling. So yeah. it took us four. And I, 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 I don't know if I was expecting, I guess when you look at maybe some of the song titles, mm-hmm. maybe that, that's a little bit of a clue. Sure. Um, I didn't look down at the bottom and there's not a lot of giveaways at the bottom either. No, not really. But like looking at the art, I thought this might be a bit uh, like goofier. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. On the eggier side of things. But uh, this is pretty straightforward, burly stuff. Sounds fucking good. Sounds like it's uh, being played at a fucking ripping show in a cave. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, this was great, man. And there's not, this is another instance of just, there's not that much to say about it. It's just really good ripping hardcore. Um, I'm, I'm for sure going to listen to the rest of this demo on the way home. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think this appears to be just two people too. So it might be like a, a studio project for now. Hopefully, I don't know what the, I don't know what the hardcore scene is like in Singapore, but I imagine you can find two other people, at least two I, other I people think, to round it well, I mean, it out. Wormrot's from Singapore. Yeah, absolutely. So I think this thing, I mean, and yeah, we used to, there's uh, quite a few Singaporean bands and we used to, there, there I, used to be a little bit of a, like a tape connection. I was going to say, used to sell, sell tapes to Singapore and shit, for sure. Yeah. What is the label? There is a label that I've ordered a few things off of um, um, that uh, pretty much does like tape releases and stuff. They did like a Maneaters Discogs tape and stuff okay, like that. Okay, word, yeah, sure. Yeah, not Maneaters, uh, Kulo. Oh, right, okay, cool. But Are they based out of like Singapore? I think it's out of Singapore, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, this was great, man. Nothing else to say about it. Good fucking ripping hardcore. And again, totally in the spirit of the show. This is a demo that I'm absolutely positive unless it unless it catches some sort of hype in the internet machine or like a cool youtube page posts it i probably never would have heard this so this is like exactly this is exactly the the uh the stated purpose of the show is that both our listeners but more importantly us uh get to hear this kind of shit that may never come across our desks otherwise yeah yeah this was this was dope really fucking good let's roll the dice five all right five is the new sick thoughts this is this is a thing I'm sure we don't we don't need to tell you is good, but we're we're probably gonna do that anyway anyway. Um, so yeah, this is Heaven Is No Fun by Sick Thoughts. Um, it's got the uh, they they got the first song queued up to play on here, so we're just gonna listen to I Hate You by Sick Thoughts off of Heaven Is No Fun. Yeah. 
Okay, we just heard the song I Hate You by Sick Thoughts off of uh, their upcoming LP, Heaven Is No Fun. I think this is still up for pre-order. Uh, I think you can pre-order it at uh, the Total Punk Records website. Total Punk Records is uh, funny because they put out just consistently great stuff, but the name, if I just heard that there was a label called Total Punk and I didn't already have knowledge of it, I would think, oh, that's like stupid that's a stupid like poser label. Surely there's not going to be an actual cool label label named Total I Punk. Know. I think it's pretty deadpan. I like it. it. Sure, if you understand the context in which it exists. But yeah. if I had no framework with which to understand it, I would be like, this is probably just a dumb label. I don't know. You don't think so? No. You, th you hear Total Punk and you're like, yeah, that's cool. Might be all right. worth checking out. I don't it's know. worth checking out. I don't think so. I don't think so. But. As it happens, Total Punk, so, great and wait, reliable Wait, wait, label. wait. So what is a good example of a label that has a name you're like, oh, okay. Uh, they're not fucking around. I'm just saying like Total Punk 20 is, bucks spin? No, 20 bucks spin is not particularly good either. But like, to, like Total Punk is just like, it sounds like somebody who's, who's trying to pull like a how do you do fellow kids sort of thing. It just feels like something that is probably, if you have punk in the name, it probably isn't very punk, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Escuela Grind, you know what but I they mean? They play Grindcore. They do play Grindcore, but it's very on the nose in a stupid way, you know what I mean? In the same way, if I see something called Total Punk, I my immediate response to that is it's probably not totally punk. It's probably totally stupid and lame, but it's actually very cool and good. It is very cool and good. <laughs> and this record is very they cool. They put out and good. lots of very cool and good records. Very, very cool and good records. Yes, I love that label. I just think they have a name that, in a vacuum, I would not be attracted to. Uh, but anyway, this record is really fucking good. There's nothing confusing about this. I just, I just, this is a very strange, usually I'm the one ma making a statement like this. Yeah, yes, usually you are. I'm turning the fucking tables on you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, this is a very strange thing because now I'm trying to think of like, okay, so what is the standard for a, a record label where you're like, okay, these guys mean business. Sorry, state, grave mistake. Grave mistake? Yeah, I think that's good. I th I hear that. Grave and I mistakes. Think might, grave grave mistake sounds like it might like specialize in horror punk. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you could do that pun. You could do that pun, but no. My immediate thought is not that. Um, even like, like a simple label name, even like No Way Records, right? It's just like a. I'm not saying, oh wow, I immediately think that's going to be cool, but it's just a simple name. It doesn't immediately make me think this is probably going to be poser shit. Whereas I hear, oh, total punk records. We're totally punk. It sounds like a goof. It doesn't sound real. It sounds like a joke, right? Yeah, like you, you hear alternative tentacles the first time. You're like, all right, let's dig in here. <laughs> if, if, mm. so, if I heard a label called like hardcore elite records, I'd be like, oh, that's gay. <laughs> There's nothing on there I want to listen to. In the same way, I I see a label called Total Punk, and I don't understand the context in which it exists. But I don't think, but, oh, that's cool. But you, you immediately know, okay, these guys are saying they're punks. Right. Let's check it out. That is true. That's true. Right? Sure. Triple yes. B. I don't know what the fuck that is. That, and, and what that's, are the three Bs? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Bitches, I'm gonna say, bruise, I'm gonna say, and the boys. Right, right, right. <laughs> Booze, broads, and boys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, for right. Sure. What, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, to talk about this band, 
uh, Sick Thoughts is really, really fucking good. This LP uh, is probably going to be great based on that song. I had no doubt that it was going to be good. I hadn't gotten around to listening to it yet, but it's exactly what you've come to expect from Sick Thoughts if you listen to them before. I guess if you don't like the Ramones and if you don't like guitar-based uh, music that is really good, then you don't yeah, like if, this. If you just don't like catchy, like, power pop. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, the Ramones, right? Sure. Which, yeah, then I guess you won't like this at all. Right, but that's that's a mind but, but, that I struggle like to also, understand. But also, not just, not just like Power Pop and, and Ramones-esque, but filthy. Sure, yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah, for sure. No, this stuff is great. I think that this is probably like... One of, if one of, if not the best example of this particular style being played right now. Period. I mean, I knew this was going to be great uh, before I ever listened to a track off of it, and yeah, it's it's great. I don't this really know about what else as, to say. This about is about it. as pro job as you can do on this sort of stuff. For sure, and and I like Sick Thoughts because they still they still feel uh, distinctly like subculture. Like mm-hmm. they're not in the NPR lane. This stuff could easily cross over into NPR world, but uh, it hasn't. And it doesn't seem to be making any attempts to, and I appreciate that about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what do you What do you want to say? If you don't know who this band is, check it out. Yeah, I guess you already. They've did. been around for a grip. Yeah, they're fucking good. Yes. Um, ask us what we think about the new long knife while you're at it. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's very, real good. It's very fucking good. Been I think, waiting for it. I think somebody sent it in to us, and yeah, we can just tell you now. It's really fucking good. It's really good. You like Poison Idea, but with uh, with so, a, a couple of fresh ideas thrown in the mix, you're going to like the new Long Knife LP. Right. Um, all right, let's roll the dice. One. Okay. One is the new Rashomon, which I'm sure is probably going to rip. You can find this at ironlungrecords.bandcamp.com. The record is Ninjen. Uh, the first song is also the uh, title track of the record, so we're going to listen to Ninjen off the mini LP of the same name by the band Rashomon. off the record of the same name by Rashomon. This is not trying to hide its influences. These boys like Deathside quite a lot. Well, I mean, it's uh, this is swirling, absolutely ripping Japanese hardcore. Yes. Do you like Deathside? Do you like Gauze? Do you like all that stuff? All your favorites. Bastard. You like this. Lip cream even. Right. Yeah, this is 
fucking this yeah, is great man this is really good this is definitely yeah if you like this style if you if you like the burning spirit style uh japanese hardcore stuff then you, you got no complaints here this is uh it's about one of the better modern examples of it that i've heard certainly it, and i the previous rashomon stuff all rips too it, it it generally to my ear all kind of blends together sure yeah but it all sounds great yeah yeah exactly yeah with with a couple of standouts uh like i like i think uh i think wind of pain is like a standout yeah record, yeah, yeah you know but what you I'm know saying? what i mean in like, general for sure if, if you if let's let's say uh you're just gonna go in for a long haul yeah, yeah, yeah. and binge japanese hardcore and japanese db for a day or two yeah not uncommon for sure you lose track yeah absolutely no doubt unless but, you know this is this is a this is a worthy addition to any uh, Japanese hardcore playlist. Bummer, sure. it's only six songs. It is, yeah, and it's a it's a mini LP etched. Etched, yeah. I don't know about that, boys. I don't know about that. It mm. used to be. Here's the thing. I used to we, be more of a sucker for that kind of thing when it was more rare. Now it's all the time. It's constant, it's, and it's just like, right. don't come on, man. It used right. to be like, oh, whoa, this is cool. Once in a once in a blue moon, you get a band who like etches the B side of the twelve inch. That's kind of a cool little novelty. Right. I'll pick that up. Right now, when I'm just made to think like, hmm. Seems like maybe you wanted to press an LP, but you didn't have the material to justify it. We just talked about this recently. Yeah, for sure. So I'm not give I'm, us give us remixes, give us live for anything, anything, anything. Just fill it the fuck out, or just put a seven inch out. This just, seven inch is getting shit on, man. I know, dude. It sucks. I like this. I love the seven inch. In fact, like for for a collection, uh, a record collection of my relatively meager size, I'm, I have a record collection that to a normal person is large, and to a record collector, an actual record right. collector is minuscule. Sure. For the size of my record collection, I have an inordinate amount of seven inches. I love the format. It's it's like such an for hardcore specifically, it is potentially the ideal format to release your music on. I think I think personally, the ideal format for hardcore is 45, 12 inch. Sure. But that's only if you can fill out both sides. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying I think the seven inch is great because it allows enough space where you can. It's more than a proof of concept, right? Like you can fill that out with like a fair amount of, uh, depending upon how long your songs are, a fair amount of actual music of actual songs. Uh, it's it, it can serve as a a a standalone release that is like a an important entry in a band's discography. I think a seven inch is like great because you're not. Uh, you're not overshooting with your expectations for like what you can do and what you're capable of doing. They're just getting it's it's not the prestige format. It's it's getting shit on, man. It sucks. I love a seven, seven inch. inches. You might you might as well put out a fucking eight inch now. And everybody says like I've heard repeatedly that bands are like saying their labels are just like oh seven inches don't sell. I don't know, dude. I've put out. I I am not a person whose music is uh, super sought after. And I've put out a seven inch in the last few years that sold really well for the amount of rec records that we did. You know, we pressed up 350 of them and we sold basically all of them. Well, I, you know, people buy records now to have instead of actually listen to a lot sure. too. Yeah. So, you know, it's true. it's more like a thing. Yeah, true, true. So more is bigger is better and yeah. it, it feels more substantial. Sure. Here's what I say. If people aren't buying seven inches, mm -hmm. release everything on seven inch. Fuck you. If you want, you have to buy it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's, good, that's you a good know, theory. That's why I'm not a businessman. That, that is of one of many reasons. I, I, I would try to wag the dog, as it were. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's not a good not yeah. a good technique for business. <laughs> there's, there's that there's that reg, there, what, what is that restaurant where if you go, you get a steak and potato, however the cook wants oh, to Oh, yeah, the it. spot in uh, like Captain Dan's Cap or whatever. Yeah, Cap Captain Dave's Steak and Potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And you go there, and he cooks you a steak and a potato. Yeah, and don't ask for A1 sauce. Right. He will not bring it out to you, and he will make you feel bad for asking. Right, you're going to get a steak and a potato. It's good. It's how he likes to cook it. He's good at cooking it. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's a pretty good business. That's a business model that I like a lot, but I don't think is, like, uh, traditionally viewed as a successful business model. Apple does it. Apple does. Yeah, they kind of do it, but they corner the market. They force they? you. They force you to buy their product how they want to sell it. To they you. remind me to update my uh, my new <laughs> iOS every day, and I say no, I don't want to. No, 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 Apple, no. Apple has truly exposed what like what what groveling insipid milk toast fiends humanity really is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, they'll, they'll go along with any little fucking trick, no matter how much they might fucking gripe. I, I, uh, you know what? Not me. <laughs> I was like driving home the other day and at an intersection I saw four uh like charcoal gray SUVs, all different make and model, all sitting next to each other at a stop sign. And I thought, mm, yes, capitalism, the market, it breeds innovation, doesn't yeah. it? That's yeah. what we want. We they want all look exactly the yeah. same. This they might as well it, we might as well have one model of SUV to choose from. One truck, one car. I, that's what I've said. They all look the same. They just, are just all make the one. fucking same. Just make one of each. Just make one. It doesn't matter if it's a Ford or a Dodge or a Chevy or whatever. Doesn't whatever matter. your favorite fetish brand is. What a farce, it man. It doesn't fucking what matter. What a fucking farce. Yeah. What a farce. This whole world is I know. What a horrible goddamn place we've created for ourselves. <laughs> all right. Let's listen to some Let's listen to some messages. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, just wanted to join in on the general European slander and talk about just how fucking weird they are sometimes. Um, so a Facebook mutual of mine posted what uh, was apparently a show recap of a show called uh, of a show called Hardcore Night in Athens, Greece. Uh, I guess a festival of some kind. And, uh, you know, they were talking about uh, how it was one of the best nights of the year, getting to sing along with all their friends to their favorite bands. They mentioned that, you know, Stick Your Guns played and some other maybe quote-unquote hardcore bands. Um, you know, and I was like, oh, that's that's pretty sick that they got a nice thriving little scene there and that some cool bands are making the trip out there to play for them. And attached to this Facebook post was pictures of said hardcore night, and there's kids moshing, surfing, uh, crowd surfing, doing sing-alongs to the stage, um, you know. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool, you know. They got they got something going on. And uh, I started to notice that there was no actual pictures of the bands themselves. And I was like, what's going on here? Until I saw one from the back of the club facing the stage, and apparently hardcore night is a guy playing what I'm guessing is a Spotify playlist of hardcore songs on his laptop through the club PA system uh, with strobe lights and shit. So, you know, you may think you have a cool scene wherever you're from, uh, but I guarantee you it's not as cool as Hardcore Night in Athens, Greece. Uh, Anyways, uh, eat my ass. I'm not going to lie. That sounds pretty funny. <laughs> it sounds so stupid, dude. It sounds pretty funny. It's just, it's, uh, it does sound very funny. Um it sounds like it's just uh, it's like a it's like a funhouse mirror reflection of the thing that is a horrible horrible trend that occurs here, uh, which is emo night. Do you know about these? Why would I? You know about you? You heard about this? You heard about emo night? No. Uh, so so emo night. 
<laughs> emo night. This is this is real. This is real. This is a real thing. Uh, so emo night is like a thing that's been going for a minute now, where people, usually in my general age bracket, like the thirty to forty range, uh, will like DJ an emo night in which they play like the the greatest hits of like the intolerable radio emo era of like the the early 2000s so they like it's like grown people that like dress up like they're you know going to a, a mall a mall core show in 2003 and get in a room together and like sing along to like uh taking back sunday songs <laughs> like wait they get a hotel room no no like a, they get a club oh okay. yeah like at a club they like get together and they sing you know fucking brand new songs i wish they got songs. a hotel room that'd be fun i wish it was like some weird like swingers club that'd be cool yeah. but instead it's just people rolling up to like you know motel six or something yeah to fucking sing along to emo songs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, radio sure. emo songs yeah it's uh so that's a thing that's been going on for a while and there's there's one particular dj that i think does it uh where does like, this happen like is this is this there's just one a in Fort Indiana? No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So I was gonna no, not at all. I don't even. I don't think Fort Wayne has one actually. That's surprising. Um, but there's there's a bigger one in Indianapolis that they did for a while, but it's a nationwide thing. And so there is at least a few instances where there are people who tour doing this, like they. <laughs> Like, no shit. Like, they tour clubs and stuff. Or sometimes they'll be like, like so there's bands from that era that are doing tours again. You know, they're they're cashing in on the, the current nostalgia wave. And they'll, like, bring, like, an emo night DJ with them to, like, the, so there's, like, the show and then there's the emo night after party. It's a nightmare. That's, Absolute nightmare. Yeah, that, that's confusing. It's confusing. It's upsetting. It's a bummer. It doesn't make any sense. No, it sucks, man. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I know there's bands from Athens, Greece. I was going to say, there actually is a cool scene in Athens, Greece, Greece that isn't. This is Athens, Greece, bizarro scene. Right. No, but there's plenty of cool shit going on in Athens. It's just not this. Right. You know, so. It would be cool to play, like, to do a generator show at the Parthenon. That would be very cool. I'm yeah. sure that you get your head fucking busted. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think the Greek police would like that very much. You know, yeah. but uh, try it. Yeah, try it and see how it goes. Let us report, <laughs> let us report know, back. Let us, let us know if you're in Athens. Give it a shot. Yeah, yeah it's TJ. Hey, uh, so a couple things. Uh, one, um, in regards to, like, drumming, um, being, like, amateur or whatever, I don't know if you remember that band Tombas from uh, Columbia that I sent in a while ago. Um, the drummer of that band, there's multiple points on the album uh, Dolor where she just like straight up loses the like loses the the beat goes off time um never like it never really sounds bad though it, it kind of works it, like works for the songs it works for the the, uh, the overall aesthetic of the, of the record um and i really like that so occasionally it can work i think so i don't know um the other thing uh in pittsburgh there's actually a lot of uh I guess what you would call like dirt bike punks, um, who do frequent, uh, like drag races and, uh, destruction, uh, derbies and all that stuff. So, uh, Nate and, and Gray, if you ever want to come down to Pittsburgh, I'm sure we can find something with a lot of like-minded people, uh, that, uh, who, who, who frequent. Um, I guess the last thing, uh, I don't know how much time I got, but Gray, is there anything that Nate likes that you just straight up hate? Because I know it goes the other way. Um, all right, y'all. I'll talk to you. Peace.
So yeah, on the on the dirt bike punk thing, I don't know. I think it's probably it's probably somewhat unlikely that we'll find quote unquote like minded people. Might, but we might. I hate dirt bikes. Uh, I don't hate dirt bikes, but I do hate the culture around it immensely, and I don't connect with like dirt bikes at all. I don't connect with I don't connect with motorized bikes like two wheeled vehicles. Yeah, but I I hate dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. I hate the noise. Yeah, I hate everything they stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they want to go to a drag like a top fuel, I'm not interested in anything but top fuel drag racing. Right, because yeah. everything else is slow and boring. Sure, right. I just want the real deal. I only want the real deal. Yeah, right. High grade. That's right. Nothing else. So that last question, that's that's a good question. I don't think so though, because I think the dynamic of our of our relationship is such that I generally like more things mm-hmm. than you do, Nate. So that's a that's a common joke. Sure. And it so it just may it, it, it makes it it kind of just makes it tough. Statistically speaking, the the balance is off here. There's just a higher likelihood that Nate's not going to like something that I like just because of the ratio that we're working with here. Right. We play the radio game. Yeah, we play the radio game, and constantly I'm like, no, oh, no, this is actually right. pretty good. And, I like this. I, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, probably not. I mean, I'm sure if we looked hard enough, we could find something. Um, I think that Star Trek Discovery is pretty bad <laughs> from what I've seen, and oh, Nate likes that. Yeah. So, but I, 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 I have like, yeah. I haven't given enough time either. No, I could so. see I could see why people wouldn't like it because yeah. it is it is pretty heavy and heavy handed on the PSA shit, which you yeah. and I have talked about. Sure, but I think that by and large, it's a good story. Sure, and it looks fucking great. It looks very good. Yeah, no doubt about that. And and to be fair, I checked out pretty early and like haven't stuck with it. And I do intend to like sit down and just watch everything. And I, my opinion very well might be changed. But yeah, off the top of my head, not not really. I mean, we share pretty common opinions on the stuff that we do like. And the stuff that uh, I enjoy that Nate doesn't doesn't like is is well documented and sort of just very obvious stuff and broad sweeping stuff. It's like I like some emo stuff nate doesn't really like any of it you know it's just uh, other than that i think our tastes mostly align for the most part so probably not you know yeah we, i'm I'm sure we could we could find we could probably find something we could probably find something something right. yeah but we'd have to look pretty hard I think. right um yeah i, I mean we, we were just looking up the 2023 fucking drag racing yeah. schedule yeah sure nothing in pittsburgh no um but uh like I said, I ain't watch. I ain't showing up to watch dirt bikes drag race. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. Um, just top fuel. Yeah. So uh, also, TJ wanted to note in the text message that he meant to say uh, demolition derby, not destruction derby. He wanted everybody to know he knows. I knew what he meant. I know, but he wanted everybody to know he knows it's called a demolition derby. Destruction derby is kind of better, like a better name. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Too. I think destruction derby. Put spikes in the cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, let make them dangerous. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I would like to see issue like, any safety standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want like twisted metal style. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, right. like there was that big to do about like you know a while back, like the American mech versus the Japanese mech. That was dumb. And it was like they used like paintballs and shit. And right. I was just like, look, if you're gonna do it, make it. Right. Deadly. Yeah, I want, but I want that, that was that was lame and slow. Yeah, too. it was awful. But if they had like twenty millimeter Gatling guns mounted on them, quick, it probably, probably would have been pretty cool. Quick, yeah. over over quickly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So if right. you're gonna do robot combat, go all out. That's what I. That's, that's, I I used to go to demolition derbies when I was a kid. Yeah, like yeah. younger. I went to a couple when I was a kid. Yeah. And when you're a kid, it's kind of fun for sure because you're seeing cars wreck. Yeah, of course. But you know, nothing happens. Not really. No. Right. Like eventually one of the cars might catch on fire if you're really lucky. And they get out, they stop they get it, out, and they right. get out. 
If I, I I say it's to the death. I, to the death or to yield. I, I, yeah, exactly. You know, like this is not like stopping. jousting. If you guys need to leave the car, when you fall off the horse, be careful. When you, yeah, like uh, I would say, even more like jousting. Like when you get out of the car, then you choose your weapon. Right, and and, and <laughs> also know? put like environmental hazards. Yeah, 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 for sure. Landmines. And maybe not that, but like um, you know, because. I mean that's that that'd be okay, I guess. Yeah, low power landmines, low yield. But I think mines. you know, I think like uh, you know, I don't know, like um, false floors. Oh sure, that car cool. just disappears. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, sure, why not? You know, that seems almost as dangerous as a landmine. Uh, it's not about it. It's not a question of danger. Oh, okay. It's it's a question of like like longevity, longevity and fun. Sure. You know, is it funny? Right, right. Yeah, right? It is funny to watch a car disappear into the ground. Right, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Okay. I'll come to Pittsburgh and watch drag racing. And I'll just come to Pittsburgh and hang out because I like Pittsburgh. Sure. That's where you're from. from around there. So, yeah. all right. Boy, I tell you what, Chris from Golden Guitar Gods. The Little Mermaid's the Black Panther, and kids are wearing shrimp pants. I just don't, I, I just don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Chris having to move through this world in confusion and sadness. I, I, I figured that Chris would have a would have a pretty strong opinion on the color of a mermaid's yeah. skin. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Right. Sorry, you got to deal with that, Chris. I know it's tough. So I'm sitting there watching YouTube, and uh, it occurs to me that there are two companies that, if you really, really fucking wanted to, you probably could squeeze in some kind of awful anecdote to uh, push their product. No one wants it, but it's a funny thought in my head for you guys either, you know, teaming up with Tim's, you know, where, you know, you're selling shit for hair loss or to make your dick hard again, or even better, Manscaped, you know, where you shave the balls. And I can just imagine Nate saying something like, yeah, go ahead and shave your balls, you piece of shit, while you're fucking fanning them anyways. I don't know. It gives me a little giggle, and I know it'll never happen, but, uh, it's really good content up in my fucking head. Anyways, eat shit. Never, never say never. You know, <clears throat> if Manscaped uh, reaches out with uh, an offer we can't refuse, we'll butcher their ad reads week after week until they inevitably uh, yeah. pull their ads from our show and and regret agreeing <laughs> yeah. to that. They'll they'll get worse and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah. You'll just see a downward trajectory. Right. And well, and it, and I mean, it won't start high up either. Right. You know what I mean? So. Hey, uh, I'm probably going to expose myself as a haver of bad takes on this one. But um, I noticed that there's a lot of classic bands that personally, as a now 26-year-old, I don't fuck with. But I like a lot of the bands that they inspired. For, like, examples, I think the Melvins kind of blow. I think that these voices annoying. I think their riffs are, like, kind of meh. But they're undeniably influential. And I like whores and torch and... You know, all that other sludgy, shitty dad nonsense. Uh, so I was wondering if there's any bands you feel similarly where, like, they're undeniably, like, the genesis of a subgenre or certain aesthetic that you really, really fuck with, but, like, the band that is the progenitor of that kind of is ass. Um, also, everyone should listen to Carp. Carp fucks. Uh, yeah, uh, die in a hole. Don't really care how you get there. I, yeah, I would say I'm, like... I mean, I don't even I don't even want to spend too much time on your Melvin's take. You already rightfully acknowledge, correctly acknowledge that's a bad. You are a haver of bad takes for yeah, that one for yeah. sure. Um, 
I, I challenge you to see the Melvins live and, and still walk away with that opinion. But uh, but whatever, you're entitled to your thoughts. You're you're incorrect, but that's all good. Uh, no, I, I'm like the opposite. I'm the opposite of that in pretty much every way. There's actually, I can think of so many examples in which I only like the progenitors of a I, I, given form. Yeah, I can definitely think of more examples of that. Like, especially like New York hardcore stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the first Cro-Mags record. I love Breakdown. I love like early Killing Time stuff. I love Raw mm -hmm. Deal. I love Outburst. And almost everything that they inspired subsequently, I don't really like almost at all. Uh, metalcore. Sure, metalcore, very much so, very um, much so, yeah. Whatever, whatever, generally speaking, whatever permutation of death metal that you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of modern death metal, but, um, you know, all the, all, all the, all the subsequent variants that come out, mm -hmm. the more, the more modifiers you put before yeah. death metal, yeah, the less I like it, the less I like it. Yeah, um, we're miserly old fucks, man, I don't know. First wave, first wave emo. Yeah. The original stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So spraying embrace one last wish. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Farther it gets from that, less good it is usually. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a band that is a progenitor or at least classic that I just don't really care that much about. And it's tough. Yeah. Especially, especially given the qualifier. I do then care about the stuff that they influence. Right. Like usually if there's a form that I just generally don't like, or if like there is a progenitor of a form, I typically just don't like anything in that lane. Cause I am of the mind that usually, especially in subculture pioneers. Oh, you got a, you got an example? No, no. I was just thinking good example of what you're just talking about. Um, like I hate horror punk. Mm-hmm. Love I love the misfits. the misfits exactly. Yeah, for sure. They 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 literally. That's an example of one time a genre where an idea was good. One single time. We'll we'll count it too if you want to count Sam Hain as a separate thing. But that was basically just Glenn Danzig continuing the misfits, right? So, uh, yeah, man. I, yeah, I'm basically the opposite, the opposite of the question that you <laughs> that you posed yeah, here. There, there's plenty of like classic bands that I don't necessarily give a shit about, right? Anymore, right? You know, but yeah, I can't think of anything. No, me neither. I'm sure. I'm sure. Again, this is another thing that if I if I thought about it long and hard, I might come up with something, but probably probably nothing significant enough to uh, to note on the show. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, let's that's hear. really that's really got me. Yeah. Let's hear our uh, last message. Hey boys, it's Hugo here. Uh, just wanted to say a big shout out to the Hunker Down crew, uh, Crazy Neighbor. Uh, R.I.P. Steve's beautiful wife, man. Never forget. God bless. Yeah, shout out to Steve, man. I know he's hurting right now. Hopefully he's not recording any more videos about it. He's just going off grid, hanging out, you know, taking some time to recover, not thinking about uh, making any more awkward crying videos in which he expresses his lament well the thing is we were never laughing at I'm, no no i'm not steve. laughing at them at steve or his, his dead wife no just the crassness of like right. the it's, fucking it's it's the conditions yeah. which which bring about a video called r.i.p my beautiful wife i got i got a pretty good message from mike over at uh, the first seven inch club he when he was listening to that he was like dude I know you don't have Twitter, so I'll show you this. I came across a pretty good RIP My Beautiful Wife thread on Twitter today in which a dude, like, tweeted that his, like, wife had just hung herself. She was like, well, my wife, my <laughs> wife hung herself. She's dead. <laughs> and, 
And like, this was a real thing. And he was like following it up and like, was like, I hope, I just hope to Christ the kids didn't see it, you know? And, and all this shit, he was just like, I just can't. I'm just picturing like, there's a, there's a fucking like picture of like a silhouette of maybe some feet right in front of like, it's hike, you know, it, it's like washed out because it's backlit from the window or right. something. It just says, hang. <laughs> Yeah, so so this guy is like tweeting about this, and there's like a whole thread where he's like, "I just hope to Christ my kids didn't see it. They're young enough. Hopefully, they won't remember." <laughs> but then, so it gets wilder because he was like, "She was she was on her medication, you know. I don't know why she would have done this." And then, like some people, some sleuths, like screen capped some of his old tweets and were like. We're like, hey, dude, this you? And it was like him tweeting about his wife. He was like, my crazy bitch whore wife is off her meds again. Stupid psycho bitch. And it was like, like posted pictures of her being like, being like the bitch is sucking my dick again with like, with like a plate of food on her back while she's like sucking his what? dick. And I'm like, clearly you were like emotionally abusing your wife. You know, like, I just see, I'm just picturing like, yeah, that sucks. Um, I'm just picturing. <laughs> gets up in the morning. Yeah. Right? Comes downstairs, rounds the corner. Uh-huh. Hang. Yeah, 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 yeah. There she is, yeah, right? Sure. And he just immediately he's just like <sighs> and like reaches for Yeah, the reaches phone. for his phone. <laughs> so so this happened. <laughs> Gotta use some PTO. Yeah. It's it's Cool, cool world we're living in, boys. Cool world. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely. In retrospect, well, you know that I have been I have been on point and prophetic about it since the beginning. About social media, yes, yeah, certainly. But it is absolutely crazy how the ability to, to communicate with the entire world has is effectively destroyed. Yeah. Any any modicum of like critical thinking. Right. Civility. Taste. Yeah. Right. There was a very good meme that I, that I saw, like a post rather, not really a meme, but like a post that someone made was like uh, me while watching a fantasy film. Wow. Why, why are they why are they entranced by the cursed object? I simply wouldn't even pick it up. I wouldn't be tempted by its dark wiles. Right. And then it's like me unable to put down my phone being psychically tortured for 12 hours right. a day. You know, right. it's just like, yeah, dude, no, we're, we're all I mean, not all of us, uh, but many of us are, are uh, enslaved by these little these conniving little evil devices. And I've been wrong about a lot of things. You, you weren't wrong about that. I one. wrong about. Well, this. the experts I think weighed in on that one pretty early too, and we're like, eh, I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this one. Yeah. And uh, now, of course, all of the data Just points to yeah, it's bad. Completely destroyed mankind's collective brain. Um, all right. So I did all the housekeeping stuff at the top of the episode. I guess I, I should mention if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/demo/listen podcast other than that leave us a review if you feel so inclined tell your friends if you feel so inclined and beyond that got nothing else to add so uh, we'll catch you next week <laughs>